Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Kaylee. Grab a cup of coffee. Because you're listening to Baristas After Dark. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I was trying to think of a quote from a movie, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> Taboo. We're here. And guess what? It's finally time. We've healed. Somewhat. A little yeah. bit of therapy, a little bit of alcohol. <laughs> I'm ready to go. You're ready? I'm fucking ready to go. Good. I definitely feel a lot better than right after we... This is... So, taboos. We're doing taboos. Taboos. (laughs) This is the episode that we recorded that didn't record properly, and we had to go again afterwards at, like, what, 11 o'clock at night? Literally. It was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Talk about a clusterfuck. Literally. But we're back. And we're better. We're better. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, like, what, like, three weeks? Two or three weeks yeah so we're ready now yeah it's time to talk about taboos it's time to move forward yes put our best foot forward Mm -hmm. the past behind us Emily has the bulk of the taboos. Yeah, that she I wrote love down. taboos. Okay, so the taboos I have like thought of and like written down are all taboos that I personally break. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I if I'm gonna talk about taboos, I want to talk about stuff that I do. Yeah, because then it'll be easier, mm-hmm. unrelatable to explain. Yeah. Um, for example, a perfect taboo to describe Emily Doggerson. That's me. M Dog. It's oh. <laughs> just the full version. <laughs> the full name. Yeah, Emily Doggerson. <laughs> okay. Um. Homosexuality. I am a homosexual. What? I know. I didn't know this. Who'd have thunk? (laughs) I straight pass, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For a lot of straight men you do, apparently. Clearly, yeah. (laughs) Or they just don't even care. I think they probably don't care. They probably don't care. Maybe they have the mindset of like, I can change her. Oh, yeah. You can definitely change me with your chicken wang. I have the... (laughs) Wrongo. I am a vegetarian. I have the golden dick. (laughs) The golden dick. The golden (laughs) dick. God. With homosexuality, it's crazy how that's still considered a taboo because yes. it's literally 2023, the year of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And yet in 2022, Florida passed the don't say gay bill, mm-hmm. making it even more taboo. And we were coming out of a time of not being able to talk about right. queer homosexual attraction. Now we are back at the beginning. Yeah, which is insane because how does it make sense for straight people to show heterosexual normative relationships mm-hmm. through all types of media? No, right? Also, so, like, for example, really quick, you're at Six Flags. You're waiting in line to go on, what's a ride at Six Flags? Batman. Know. The Batman. The one. That one. That one. Everybody around you making out while waiting in line. Right. Okay. They literally, like, suck face. <laughs> while They're tongue punching st- each other's no, uvulas. You're making a joke. I'm being serious. <laughs> Literally standing like, oh my god, that man has her like caged into yeah, the like she's the not line. Moving. She's not, not going budging. anywhere. And in case she was, he's kissing all over her neck just to make sure she's not leaving. Right. Okay, because what's she gonna do? Disappear? I don't know. Maybe yeah. fly out of the ride or something. Good Lord Jesus Christ. Why do I have to be assaulted with that? But then two right. gay people can't hold hands. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. I just don't get it. I remember when I was a kid, there was like this lesbian couple. I knew I have to say, they were Mackin. They were Mackin? And I just hate Mackin in general. Yeah. I, I don't, don't like care. to watch it. Like, but even- we were trying to eat our lunch. Mm-hmm. I was like nine and it's all of us and our cousins and my mom and her sisters mm-hmm. and everything. So like my aunts and everybody, we're all there. And they're like, just 
don't look, they're making out. And I'm like, I hate making out. I hate it. Every time you go to Six Flags, everybody's doing it. Right. But I'm like, geez, I don't know where I was going with that. But just everybody don't make out in the roller coaster lines. Okay, please, please. I love roller coasters. I don't like watching you share saliva. <laughs> I don't like it. An innocent pick is one thing, but it's yeah. like when you're- Oh my like, God. Tongue deep. <sighs> well, also they like, if you're gonna peck for like 10 minutes straight, just over and over again, I'm like, that's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's Oh fair. my God. Yeah. That should be taboo. PDA. It should be. <laughs> I hate honestly. it. Honestly. But it's only it. taboo if it's not heteronormative. Yeah. Yes. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've listened to the new Sam Smith album. No. Oh my God. First off. Sorry, amazing. I don't like Sam Smith. <laughs> oh my God. Gay icon. So I'm homophobic. <laughs> you are homophobic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. After I just talked about the lesbians kissing and. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he has a song with Ed Sheeran. It's called Who We Love. And it's about okay. how you should be able to love whoever you want to love mm-hmm. because your heart knows best. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's just a really beautiful and song. And because it's nobody's business. <laughs> it's a beautiful message. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't matter what you like. Yeah. I don't like seeing straight people. Can I make a bill for that? Can no. I pass some what legislation do you mean? on no. that? No, no, no. Exactly. I just snapped my bras <laughs> <laughs> Is that a taboo? <laughs> Is this taboo for you? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, homosexuality is definitely a taboo, which is insane. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, that term wasn't coined until what, the 40s or 50s, right after World War II? Mm -hmm. I think 45. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, insane. Mm -hmm. What's the next one? Let's go. Lay them on me. Before I, you know, go into another taboo, Mm -hmm. I feel like we should talk about something I learned in sociology, which (gasps) which makes a lot of sense. Okay. And it kind of has to do with taboos and stuff. So it's called front stage and backstage behaviors. Right? Oh, okay. So front stage behavior is stuff that you are comfortable doing in front of other people. Like masking behavior, basically. Masking behavior. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Whereas backstage behavior is stuff you only do when you're alone. So like picking your I nose, knew you were going to say that. Rolling the boogers up and flicking them to hear them bounce off something. I know you've done it. <laughs> I know you've done it. This is something that we talked about when we recorded last time was rolling up boogers. <laughs> Yeah, front stage behavior is like mm-hmm. you're putting on a show. Yeah. Just like, you know, when you see a play, like mm-hmm. that's front stage behavior. They're acting, yeah. they're putting on a show, whereas mm-hmm. backstage behavior, they're themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes good sense. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of backstage behavior is considered taboo. Mm-hmm. You know what's really interesting? Hmm. An area that technically should still be front stage, I'm putting that in air quotes, front stage, mm-hmm. but a lot of people treat as backstage because it feels really private, is your car. Like having someone get in your car? No, like driving, just like being in your car, okay? Uh-huh. You're you're around all these other people. Right. But I be I see people like three knuckles deep digging in their nose. Oh, I'm one or- of those. <laughs> <laughs> and my windows are not tinted. <laughs> I dance, I sing. But then yeah. if somebody's like coming up behind me and I'm like aware that they are, I'm like, la 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 See, that's when I perform more because I'm like, what if they like think I'm really cool or something? See, I always am like, they're going to, if they're passing me, that's usually when I will like pause because they're like, really going to think that I'm an idiot. They're like, oh, she drives stupid because she's singing. She's not paying attention yeah. to the road. I'm one of those bitches and I'm proud of it. Oh my God. I was on my way here and I was singing a song, but I was focused on the road. Right. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, I started the song over and I said out loud to myself, I'm too focused on the road. I can't sing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get that though. Sometimes yes. like, you're just like so like into like paying attention to your surroundings. Yes. And then you don't even hear the song playing. I know. Or I'll be like singing, but I'm like, I'm not giving this the soul that it deserves. I'm not right. like, I'm not performing the way that I should be. Right. You right. know, I feel like that all the time. I get that. I'm cursed. I, I get that. But um, I have the definition for taboo. If anybody's confused about it. <laughs> Well, how do you define taboos? Um, I define a taboo by something that is socially looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Whether that be an object or whether that be, you oh. know, an action or a behavior. Mm-hmm. Like an object, for example. That's interesting. Could be, you know, um, something to smoke weed with. Could be sex toys or something of the such Mm -hmm. you know yes even taboo objects even underwear Mm -hmm. could be taboo you know yeah talking about all those things and like Mm -hmm. owning them and other people seeing them is like very shameful yeah you know what i mean yeah that's interesting Uh uh-huh and then behaviors you know you could go on and on with that oh my god it also depends on the culture that you're in too Mm -hmm. because it definitely makes a difference where you are when you're you know doing Mm -hmm. those things that's another thing because like culture is both like a very broad thing and also Mm -hmm. very specific because yes because like we have different cultures just in our everyday lives like grocery store culture like the way that you behave when you go culture can be just like the different masks and perspectives that you put Mm -hmm. on to go about different different areas of life like I put on a different mask to be around my family versus my friends work versus school the grocery store versus in my car going to a bar yeah exactly those are all they're all different cultures and there's behavior that's excusable there versus the other place right it's acceptable in one but not the other Mm -hmm. like at home it's acceptable to pick your nose it's acceptable to fart I was just gonna say that to fart poop on the floor (laughs) if you really wanted to you could scoot your ass on your floor and no one's gonna know unless someone else is around right Right? Yes, but if I were to do I'm any of that, it's... toilet paper. It looks like it's the rug tonight. <laughs> COVID moment. <laughs> Back to the pandemic. <laughs> no, but you can't do any of that at school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't wipe your ass on the floor at school. <laughs> I'm just imagining just seeing someone doing that and hearing this. Hold on. <laughs> asses on the floor. Imagine studying in the library and somebody just goes scooting along. (laughs) (laughs) And you're just hearing like little skid marks being on their ass scooting. There's a I just there's a specific way that you have to like position tears. There's a specific way you have to position your pelvis if you're going to do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I think, personally, if it was me, mm-hmm. ass would be on the ground, right? For sure. Legs would be up. Arms would be in between legs, using my arms and my feet, like, my hands and my feet to scoot. Oh, my Kinda God. Kind of like a cat. How flexible are you? I'm not. But that's what my cats do. <laughs> See, I'm imagining, what I imagined was somebody, like, on the phone, right? Because a lot of people, for some reason, they talk on the phone in the library. Maybe this is just my university. Oh, but really? turn off your phone. I'm trying to make my discussion board posts. Go outside. Right. Anyway. Take it outside. Literally. I'm imagining somebody on the phone, like, having a conversation, scooting. Feet out. Ass down on the floor, obviously. <laughs> Their feet are just scooting them along. <gasps> kind of like the... <laughs> You know. <laughs> okay. What you noise know. would you hear? <laughs> what noise would that make? 
my library is carpeted. Oh, so it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be like. No, it's right, like but a... also, <laughs> but also, you're gonna hear the sound of their feet, so it's gonna be like. to just go like this okay and i'm just gonna make the noise shouldn't in public don't do you it. could at home don't do it no don't, don't do it don't do it zonzo 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 you spit <laughs> oh my head it keeps getting worse Ooh. okay give me another taboo i'm done with the poops <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no more poop so it definitely covers bodily functions as taboos. Pro- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So if we, you know, go back to kind of along the same lines of like homosexuality, because this kind of falls under similar category. Okay. Not the same, but like similar. Right. Um, gender and clothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Gender and clothing. Oh my God. Because clothes don't have gender. They however, don't. However, marketers do. Yes. Salespeople do. Fabric is a thing. Clothing is a thing. Colors are a thing. Sizes are a thing. They don't, they don't have gender. I'm sorry. No. You can gender them, yes. but they don't have gender. Right. You're not looking at a t-shirt. You're like, do you have a penis? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a penis? <laughs> Wait, do you think that when you look at my t-shirt? There's a penis right there. It's oh Africa. my God, there's a penis on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw the whole shirt out. <laughs> No, but like, okay, so like I am a woman. I identify as a woman, but Mm -hmm. I wear men's clothes, right? Right. My younger sibling does that too because they are one, Mm non-binary, two, very tall. Very tall. Women's clothing do not fit. Yeah, and one, they're fucking cheaper. Talk Mm -hmm. about pink price tags. Ugh, don't even, I don't even want to talk about that. My dad can go get a t-shirt for $5, but if I walk in the same section at Walmart, like the same area. Mm -hmm. It's 15. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So stupid. And it's not even a good quality shirt. It's thin, it's see-through. I dry it twice. It shrinks. Maybe it gets holes in it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, after like you wash a shirt a couple times or wear it, do you get like holes in it right down here around your belly button? Mm -mm. Oh my God. All of my t-shirts have that. Mm -mm. All in the same spot. It's like tiny little holes. I'll have to show you. It's crazy. That's weird. It's so weird. It happens to my mom's shirts too. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That's so weird. But yeah, women's pockets on all their clothes are so Uh, much smaller. That's why they try to sell purses and shit mm -hmm. like that to women because they make their pockets small. Mm -hmm. Another thing about the pocket situation with 
this is what I've noticed about myself when I'm okay. putting on women's jeans. Okay. If okay. the pockets are too bulky, I don't like the jeans, okay. which is interesting because I don't like having tiny pockets. I don't like having no pockets, but anytime the pockets are like practical, it's a pair of jeans that I don't wear very often because the fit is different. Okay. Right. So if I'm going to have something that like, you know, shapes the booty, if I'm going to have something right. that like, you know, tapers the leg and elongates the mm -hmm. leg, I got to give up my pockets. Why is that? Why? That's so interesting. Isn't that weird? Because yeah. like anytime I try on a pair of men's pants, they're always very bulky, right. you know? But then if you see like a man with skinny jeans, you can see the outline of like his mm -hmm. wallet and his phone in his pocket. Yep. Where if I were to do that, people would be like, oh my gosh, you can see her phone in her pocket. But um, if a man does it, it's like, oh, he's you got his wallet. No, you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just me projecting that onto myself. I don't know. Interesting. Mm. I had a taboo that we can talk about really quick. Because I am in many gender studies classes. We know okay. this. My major okay. is literature. Literature, gender, sexuality. Ew. I'll fall under the same category. Female sexuality as a taboo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Literally, women are shamed for any kind of expression of sexuality. sexuality. Yes. But... They are shamed if they don't express any sexuality. But if you show any, you're a slut. You know, if you show too much, you're a whore. Mm -hmm. And if you don't show any, you're a fucking prude. Mm -hmm. Men want women to put out, yep. but they want to marry a virgin. Yes. How does that make sense? Well, also, if a woman puts out on the first date, then she's a slut. She's right. a whore. She's easy. But if right. she doesn't... Then she's a prude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's literally no happy medium, whereas no. men don't have to worry about that at all. No. And why is that? I was watching The Crown. Oh, good show. <laughs> Love it. Love good it. I'm in season show. four. Are we kidding? But I was leading up to Charles and Diana's wedding when Charles was still dating Camilla, right? Okay. When she was Camilla Shan before she got married to Andrew Parker Bowles. Okay. I think it's Mountbatten, the Duke of whatever. I don't know. Okay. The Duke, one Duke. It's Prince Philip's uncle was very close with Charles. And he was like, you know, you need to date around. Sow your wild oats is what he told him to do. Uh -huh. Right? So Charles dated Camilla Shand right. and fell very deeply in love with her and wanted to marry her. Wanted to marry her. But in that same man's words, in Mountbatten's words, Camilla is the kind of woman that you date around, that you date, not the woman that you not marry. Not the one that you marry. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because she also dated around and she right. was in love with Andrew Parker Bowles at the time as well as Charles. But. Um, she was more in touch with her sexuality and exploring herself and she was more open because of that because Camilla expressed herself freely and she and Charles were in an intimate relationship right. shame 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 he was not allowed to marry this person that he loved very much mm -hmm. and what happened what was the result of that Diana's divorce divorce Diana's death now Camilla is the queen yep. and guess what Diana a virgin 19 years old I don't remember if they said they wanted him to marry a virgin but he should marry a virgin girl because she would be make a better queen. Why would a virgin make How a better that, queen? What what difference would that make? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. But you know what it is? It is the the patriarchal like right. values of female purity, purity in quotations, right. being the definition of a good woman wow. and her obedience and submission to a man. That's insane. Right? What do you have? Emily so, dug out a notebook. Dug this dug for this notebook the whole time I was talking about the crown. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so you know, if we're thinking about you said uh women and their sexuality, right? Mm -hmm. So first off, sexuality is socially constructed. It yes. is not a real thing. Mm -hmm. It is also a spectrum. Mm -hmm. okay? Sorry to break Obvious. it to you. <laughs> 
There's not one or the other. It's a fucking spectrum, just mm-hmm. like gender. Anyways, sexuality as a social construct mm-hmm. it was created by the patriarchy to control women. Shocker. Because women are seen as objects of sex. Bestie, man, I wish I brought my iPad because we, in one of my literature classes, it's called Gender, Mind, Body, and Power. Ooh. We are currently reading The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I love that show. Such a good book. Such a good mm-hmm. book. And yeah. literally everything that you just said, boom, yep. hits straight into The Handmaid's mm-hmm. Tale. Straight mm-hmm. into it. I wish I'd brought that book too. Yeah. Well, and like even religion plays a huge part into the construction of mm-hmm. heterosexuality as yep. well as homosexuality, mm-hmm. yes. which is insane. But yeah, you know, if you think about sex and sexuality, the act of sex, mm-hmm. not the biological difference mm-hmm. between having it. animals. The action. Yes, the, the do- action. Doing it. Doing it. <laughs> Being and Gian. Bumping and grinding. <laughs> uh, if we think of the birds and the bees. Right. Sex is not good for femininity, mm-hmm. but it's good for masculinity. Expand. Because women, like mm-hmm. you said, if women are, you know, openly expressing and partaking in mm-hmm. sex and sexual activities, mm-hmm. that is bad for them. Yes. A bad rep on them. Yes. But when men do it, it's like, oh yeah, you did that, you tapped that, you hit that punani, didn't you? Not the punani. Yeah, sorry, I love the word punani. <laughs> to jump into that from a example of literature, there is this um, prequel that was written on a prequel to Jane Eyre that was written in the 60s right right Jane Eyre was written in the 1800s it is, what is that? <clears throat> oh Jane Eyre mm-hmm. it is a romance novel of this pure virgin girl okay who basically she falls in love with this man and he's married but he's married to this like loco crazy lady right who okay. like has tried to kill him multiple times and everything okay. and he's like I can't escape her oh I don't know what to do but he tries to marry Jane well right. they go all the way up to the altar mm-hmm. and then his wife Rochester is the guy that she's marrying Rochester right wife's brother bursts into the wedding and is like you can't marry that woman because your wife is still alive you can't have two wives yes right it's like it's a sin to have two wives so he breaks into the into the wedding and jane's like what is going on you have to explain what's happening here and that's when he explains like i i do have a wife but she is so like mentally declined that it's like i don't have a wife but she won't die (laughs) so i'm stuck with her right right? okay anyway at the end of the story spoiler alert there's a fire in rochester's like big mansion house and his wife who was in the attic jumped and died she started the fire and she jumped from the attic yeah and she died and he was blinded in there in the fire like running to go get her or something Uh i think is what it was so it basically ends with like jane comes back to that area after being away and she hears about the fire and she's like my gosh and she sees this blind man on his porch and he's like just sitting there he can't do anything and she's like i love you they love each other they get married she takes care of him and has Uh his babies and all that shit oh wow yeah right interesting yes but the prequel the prequel it is called wide sargasso sea Mm-hmm. I have not read Jane Eyre, but I have read Wide Sargasso Sea. Okay. Okay. Rochester is revered as like this very masculine, wonderful, like romantic type, like perfect man in a romance trope. Okay. You know what I mean? Especially okay. for the 1800s. Okay. Wide Sargasso Wait, Sea. Wait, hold on. Can you explain that to me? The perfect masculine man. What yeah. What that means. So I'm curious. the man who takes charge, takes control, but is also gentle, loving, if you think of like Mr. Darcy in um, Pride and Prejudice. Okay. He has this 
hard masculinity, this like protective, I don't want to say shell. Energy? Yes. The perfect masculine energy to be able to take charge and take care of women the way that he needed to because women cannot take care of themselves. Right. Well, and especially back then, they literally could not get jobs, could not do yes. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, okay. were, they were shamed for having any kind of individuality, right? right? The whole point of Jane Eyre is that Jane is a very independent woman. Okay. But her love for Rochester and his love for her is enough to make her submit to him, basically. Okay. I don't okay. want to say submit, but, but like, like go into a relationship with him. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like supposed to be. Some, put your wall. Take her walls down. Yeah. Take yeah. her walls down. Because I think her parents died when she was super young. So she's had okay. to take care of herself for a very long time. Okay, okay. You know, and now she's able to trust a person enough to go into a marriage with him. Right. Right. But the perspective of Wide Sargasso Sea is told from Rochester's wife before she goes crazy. Okay. Okay. And it goes through what made her crazy. Okay. Okay. It is written by a different author, obviously. Okay. Uh, because Jane Eyre was written in the 1800s mm. and mm-hmm. White Sargasso Sea was written in the 60s. Okay. 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 So without spoiling too much, because I think you would really love that book. Okay. You would love it. But basically it starts out with this young girl who lives in Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. She is a white girl grown up in Jamaica. Her family was slave owners. So it's okay. got a whole like story of racism and like this it's a very very deep and layered story okay and it basically tears down all of her experiences of neglect from her parents neglect from her mother a sexual abuse okay. all sorts of stuff and then basically it goes through the story of her childhood up until she gets married to she's married off to rochester okay right so she doesn't really know him she has this wall up from not being protected as a child and having to protect herself all the time and he promises her and tells her you're safe with me you're safe with me I've got you it's okay you right. know we're we're married to each other I vow myself to you everything's okay but she is not his ideal like English woman okay is the whole point of it okay okay and he starts cheating on her and just like the whole thing it's based around female sexuality is why I brought it up okay because okay. the main character she is very expressive with her sexuality and mm-hmm. with her femininity and back then that was wrong right right I women mean, were not supposed to enjoy sex I mean like you're supposed to have the very like demure like this is not for you this is for him well right? and it's to not not for fun not for pleasure it's yes. to recreate procreate yep. yes exactly is, yeah mm-hmm. so they are having sex and she is experiencing it and she is enjoying it and he hates her for it oh hates her yes i know what i know right you think it would be like oh man this she's different she's different from other girls she like she likes this she pipe. has a good time no he oh. hates her for it and thinks that she's a whore and comes up with all of these like stories and ideas for why she could possibly enjoy sex she must be a slut she must have slept with other people she's not pure she's not a virgin yeah so it like tears down it basically it like shows how he is the one who made her crazy yeah it illustrates how yes him treating her Mm -hmm. differently for enjoying a human body experience yeah wow Mm -hmm. it's crazy and it ends with the fire wow yeah oh that's interesting it's crazy it was so good i cried while reading that book oh, it was I just bet. amazing oh my god so good i'm gonna write wow. down the author's name it's gene reese for everybody who wants to know you all should read it it's so good especially if you love jane Eyre. it's gonna make you hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make you hate it 
love Man, that. Man, but we were talking about female sexuality and I thought of that book because not only is female, like expressing sexuality a taboo and things that, it's something that's looked down upon. Mm-hmm. It actually was not, you said it's not good for women, yeah, right? That's how society views it. Yes. Right. And it has been like that for a long time. And it was mm-hmm. actually thought of that only mad, crazy women enjoyed mm-hmm. sex. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Have you heard of the wandering uterus? No. So that was the concept that a woman who lost her mind and she went mad and went crazy mm-hmm. was because her uterus had left her like stomach area and gone up to her brain and was in control of her brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was an actual medical condition. I wonder if that's what men suffer from. <laughs> wandering <laughs> testicles. Yeah. <laughs> More like wandering brain. Because yeah. Because <laughs> they don't think with their heads, they think with their dicks. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, for real. That's insane. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that but that's really interesting. It was an actual medical condition, and it is a trope in literature mm-hmm. called the mad woman in the attic in feminist theory. Anytime there is, like, it's a misogynist trope to have a mad woman in the attic because it okay. says that she's crazy because she is a woman. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Welcome to a literature class, everyone. <laughs> this is what we talk about all the time. <laughs> that's very sociological, actually. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, that's why I, I said love sociology. So. The sociology class I'm taking right now that you already took mm-hmm. and my literature class I'm taking right now and everything yeah. I've taken before, they really go hand in hand and they marry. Yeah. They're like married to each other. I love they it. love each other. I love it. I love being able to find those connections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. between different disciplines. That's interdisciplinary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I love it. So now we just talked about, you know, a huge taboo for women, right? Yes. So what if we flip the script? A huge taboo for men. Mm-hmm. showing emotions and being mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yep. Mm. And that has to do with the idea of masculinity that has been created in our society. Mm-hmm. So like, if you think about it, okay. By men. Mm-hmm. By men for mm-hmm. men. Yep. Okay. So let's think about it this way. So women are taught to do X, Y, and Z. They're mm-hmm. taught to show emotions. Yeah. To talk. That it's okay to be gentle and nurturing and loving towards other people. Not necessarily even that it's okay that that is what is expected. That's exactly. You are yes. made to be gentle and loving and yes. emotional emotional and that is why you can't you need a man to lead you because he is unemotional and he's rational yes but that's what they teach young girls they Mm -hmm. also teach young girls to be quiet at a very young age Mm -hmm. whereas young boys what do they teach them they don't teach them what it means to be masculine what it means to be a man Mm -hmm. all they know is it's the exact opposite of being a girl being a girl Mm -hmm. exactly we were just talking about this in sociology Uh on thursday Uh about and i think about it all the time you hit like a girl you throw like a girl it's Mm -hmm. not the goal is not to be a man it's to not be a woman exactly Mm -hmm. yes Uh uh-huh isn't that crazy Mm -hmm. yeah from a young age that's what boys are taught the only time boys are allowed to be emotional and tell their friends even that they love them is when they're drinking or under the influence of some drug or something Mm -hmm. that is because they're not in a rational state of mind at that point exactly Mm -hmm. that is the only safe time for them to do those things yeah to be somewhat vulnerable yes Mm -hmm. and i think that's where we're really failing the people in our society oh yeah because if we don't teach boys how to be men in quotations you know what it Mm -hmm. means to be a man in quotations Mm -hmm. our society is not going to move forward we're going Mm -hmm. to stay stagnant because women know you know you can do this you can do that and now women are starting to break those things Mm -hmm. and women quiet and women are being encouraged to break those things are we seeing regresses especially in our like senate in missouri after the recent bill was passed for the dress code against women (laughs) in the house which is ridiculous Mm -hmm. we're not going to get into that that's for a different thing right but socially women are encouraged to break those things to men break are the not. glass ceiling. Yes. 
feelings. Yeah. Yes. Men are not. They're no. not. Because they don't have to do anything to break those. They're mm-hmm. just being a man. They're given that. Um, yes. They don't have to fight for that like yeah. acceptance. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But then at the same time, privilege always comes, doesn't always, but privilege comes with something to balance it out. Mm-hmm. You know? Something that's not so fun. Yes. There's th- always the other side. Yes. I think what we should be doing for our young people, instead of teaching them what it means to be a boy and what it means to be a girl, mm-hmm. teach them how to be good humans. Mm-hmm. Teach them and how to be them, themselves. Yeah. And let them figure out where they fall on the spectrum because it's not boys and girls. It's not boys versus girls. Mm-hmm. It is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a spectrum. It's not like one. Or, it's not a binary system. Mm-hmm. And if you on, honestly, if you just want to look at society as a whole, if we look at it from this male versus female, man versus woman, boy versus girl perspective, we are going to continue to just create divisive, div, like division yeah. in our in our countries, in our social circles, in our schools, everywhere. Everything. It's just going to completely tear everything that we have all worked so hard to build apart. Exactly. Wasn't it Abraham Lincoln that said that a house can't stand divided or something along those lines? I think so. Yeah, exactly. If we keep dividing people between, you know, being man or being woman or whatever, that doesn't even consider the people that fall in between that Mm -hmm. don't fit either of those categories, those binary, you Mm -hmm. know, categories. And honestly, if you have just like two weak little legs to stand on, it's not going to stay up. It's not going to stay up, especially if like, like if you think about when you're playing soccer. Right. Did you play soccer as a kid? Um, I quit when I was five because it was so too much I. running. <laughs> I told my mom it was too much running. I was like, I don't get why we do it. We just run around and kick a ball. Yeah. That's what I said. Boring. Anyways. But if you think about it, if you're like the weak little kid on the team, mm-hmm. you got two scrawny little legs, everyone's kicking at your shins, you're going to fall down. Exactly. So if we're all kicking at each other's shins, we're all just going to fall uh-huh. and we're going to crumble. And the house, like, That's I guess it was able to get... Right? That's I just thought analogy. of that. Me and my brain, cooking it up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like crazy. Like when you think about it, like why don't we teach men that it's okay to have emotions? It's mm-hmm. okay to ask for help. For fuck's sake, ask yes. for help. Mm-hmm. It's ask not weak. Help. It's not weak of you to. Honestly, we all struggle with that. Vulnerability is a strength. Mm-hmm. We all struggle with that. Cause like if you look at in class, my professor, she said this. We were doing like a recap before our exam mm-hmm. that we have tomorrow in class. Just an in class activity. She's like, this isn't for points. This is just for you guys. And she said, please ask questions. You're not expected to teach yourself. Exactly. Ask for help. Yeah. Like we have these people that are around us to help us. Uh-huh. People that have more experience, people that are going through the same things as us to help us and push us along. We're not expected to know everything. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Sometimes a different fresh perspective is all you need. This is the same boat as men not asking for directions. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God for GPSs, right? <laughs> no, literally. I'm like, why? Why? Or like, because that is shown as not being masculine because <sighs> they don't have the answers. They don't have all the answers. Exactly. What's another taboo that you have? Uh, so another taboo I have is body hair. Mm. Body hair is a huge taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one that I personally break and I'm very proud of it because I'm trying to break the stereotypical female image mm-hmm. in society, right? Right. I haven't shaved my legs in three years. Three years? Three years. Holy cow. I'm so proud. Man. It's blonde, so you really can't mm-hmm. see it, but I'm proud of it. I like when it blows in the wind it kind of tickles. <laughs> my one of my friends, she has a skin condition and she can't shave her legs because it causes really really painful irritation. Right. And so she's been growing it out and she's like, "I I love it. I'm just living my life." And she's no different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She Your like leg hair doesn't define you no, or she, lack thereof. No. She she <laughs> has a boyfriend. She like wears skirts and dresses. She does whatever she mm-hmm. wants. Like leg hair, I don't know. It People be will a make thing. comments like, "Oh, if you don't shave your legs, 
a man's not gonna want you. Yeah, same with your armpits. I haven't shaved my armpits in a year. I can't do that. I wish I could do that. So I can't. I did it um, just because out of pure curiosity to Mm -hmm. see what it would look like, how much armpit hair I could grow. Mm -hmm. Not very much. But uh, I did find out that through that, it actually helps with like armpit smell. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I mean, granted, I don't really sweat as is, Mm -hmm. but like less armpity, Mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm proud of of it. Less of that. I am not not ashamed of my armpit hair. Like if someone sees it, look at me, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be able to not shave. Not because of society, but because of myself. Like I Mm -hmm. don't care. You don't shave your legs. You don't shave your armpits. I don't care. Right. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. My friend Lucy doesn't shave her legs. It doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to me. I do because my issue is like my armpits. I've told you this before. They get really, really irritated Mm, when I, when I shave, when I don't shave, when I wear tight shirts, when I wear shirts that are too loose and my skin touches. When my skin touches itself, it gets irritated. Is that stupid? That is kind of stupid. The stupidest thing ever. But the only thing that I can do is keep my armpit hair like not there. Right. And that keeps it all under control. Yeah. Well, that's good. I don't know. You found a system that works. I have found something that works for the most time, yeah. I guess. Sometimes yeah. I have to use hydrocortisone cream and it's mm. like, I don't know. Yeah, but like body hair literally mm. shouldn't even be a thing. Because do you think women shave in the 1800s? They didn't even shave in the 1920s, honey. Exactly. It came up in the 1930s when beards came in as a like beauty standard, I guess, for men. Mm-hmm. Like growing a beard and a mustache. So they mm-hmm. weren't shaving as much. And they're like, oh no, razor companies aren't making any money. Yep. Who can we get to shave their hair off? Because we can't make the men do it because that's in style now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just crazy that women are supposed to, in quotation, mm-hmm. shave like their yeah. armpits and their legs. Mm-hmm. But men are supposed to be hairy Mm -hmm. why another thing is like if people just like a general person i don't have a specific person but like misogynistic men will say it's unnatural unnatural for women to grow body hair then why does it grow bitch exactly then why is it there if it was unnatural it wouldn't fucking be there exactly oh my god (laughs) that's toxic masculinity (laughs) at play Jesus Christ. It makes no sense. That's what I would like to call masculinity as homophobia. I was literally just going to say that. It's just a straight man being afraid of being attracted to a man. Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, hair man. Ah. Yeah, hold on. There's a term for that. What's it called? Uh, men are like subconsciously attracted to other men. It's not Oedipus. I know what you're talking about yeah. though, but it's a psychology term. Yes. Um, um cause the Oedipus and the electric complex is mm. attraction to parents. <laughs> No, it's not Oedipus. Oedipus is boys attracted to their mothers. Okay. And the Electra Complex is girls attracted to their fathers and like father figures. It's hetero something or something. Heterocorpus. No, homo. Homoerotic. Oh my God. The word was homoerotic? Bro, yeah. Homoerotic. (laughs) I can't believe we looked all that time for homoerotic. (laughs) Hey, I I got to the conclusion. That's all that fucking matters. Homoerotic. Right. Yes. Yes. So that's when like men like spending time with other men more mm-hmm. than they like spending time with men and women. Like, yeah. Even at like a work party, men are more comfortable with other men. That's I mean homoerotic behavior. But then in the same spectrum, women are more comfortable spending time with other women generally. Because of the fear that we have of men. Mm-hmm. But men feel more comfortable around other men. That way they don't have to uh, worry about women there. They can say mm-hmm. whatever they want without starting something. No. Too, true you know? you're right yeah hmm. just makes me think of like boys will be boys uh-huh you know mm-hmm. when they're comfortable with each other they'll just some of them will just do whatever some of them don't have any conscience yep. at all you had a taboo you talked about last time um, did i taboo with your degree and not wanting to be a teacher oh my god 
<laughs> I don't know that I, now a couple weeks later, I don't know that I would call it taboo. Maybe I would. I don't know. Because it's not the norm. It isn't the norm. The actually, stereotypical norm. It, Sorry. It is the norm, actually. The majority of people who get English majors, I like get English degrees, I don't think they become teachers. We would have hundreds of thousands of English teachers, right. just English teachers. Right. Right. Um, but that is everyone's first expectation. If I, if I'm talking to my cousins, this is what we were talking about. My two boy cousins who are around my age, they are, one of them is, is an accounting major and the other one is, I think, in machinery or something like mm, some. Very masculine. Yeah. <laughs> so at family gatherings and like when we're in a group talking to people that we don't know very well, they're mm -hmm. like, oh, what's your major? Oh, accounting. Yes. Very useful. You want to be an accountant? Yes. Oh, machinery. You want to be a machinist or something. He's going to do some kind of like engineering. I don't know. Sorry, Patrick. But <laughs> they will look at me and they'll say, what do you want to do? And I'm like, oh, I'm, or what's your major? Oh, I'm an English major. Oh, you want to be a teacher? That is always the first Assumption. thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because the thought is that the only thing that I can do with my major is be a teacher. Right. Which is not true. My mother has told me that many times because the pressure from society has gotten to my head and been like, all I can do is be a teacher. Why am I even studying this? Right. You know, but she always brings it back and she's like, you need to set your gaze because like, that's not true. You can do whatever you want with your degree. So always, always they will do that. And if I say, no, I don't want to be a teacher. They're like, well, then what do you want to do? Like their immediate next assumption is, well, there's nothing else that you can do but be a teacher. Right. Oh, if I say I want to write, which I do want to write, they're like, you want to be a writer or like nope you're not gonna make any money writers don't make any money i know <laughs> but it doesn't matter right you know money isn't everything exactly their first response for all of it is money 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 and also i don't know no i'm not gonna say that i was gonna say i find it interesting that they ask me the woman if i want to be a teacher mm -hmm. but yep. my male colleagues also have the same experiences what are you gonna be a teacher right so like i have a friend who is minoring in elementary education and that's another thing he gets comments about like he said one time in a class he was like there is just like a discomfort when I say I'm I have a minor in elementary education mm -hmm. because he wants to teach elementary school age right there is like a from society uh -huh. about men being around uh -huh. younger children uh -huh. and then he's going to get a lot of pressure to hey why don't you move up why don't you yep. move up to admin yes why don't you move up in the district mm -hmm. uh-huh yeah and that yep. is the glass escalator at play <laughs> I just it man masculinity the patriarchy is the snake that eats its own tail literally literally like literally. it just is set up to destroy everyone. <laughs> it sets Except up men. white men. Right. But then. Rich white men. But at the same time, there are expectations that come with the patriarchy for masculinity that do hurt men. Yeah. Not showing emotions exactly. for Exactly. And like having to be aggressive, it, it damages them. Yeah. It damages everybody. It doesn't yeah. help anyone except itself. Exactly. So <sighs> I don't while know. you were talking, I came up mm -hmm. with another taboo. Go for money. it. Money. What talking about, about money is a huge taboo. Oh my taboo. gosh. No. Do you know Not what? Not talking about, oh, I'm broke. Sometimes that can be a taboo. Mm -hmm. But most of the time it's like gloating about how much money you have. Hold That's on a minute. That's the taboo. Do you want to know something crazy? What? <laughs> So I studied Chinese for a year. In my mm -hmm. Chinese class, we were talking about numbers and like casual conversation. And my teacher was like, oh, over in China, if you're talking to people, one of the first things they'll ask you is like, oh, when were you born? Or like, what's your birthday? How old are you? Mm -hmm. When we typically don't really ask that here because age right. doesn't really mean anything. But socially there, it's very important. She says, they ask that first. The next question they'll ask is how much do you make? Interesting. I know, right? And we were all like, what? All of us. See? We were all so confused. She's like, it just, 
just, it's not rude there. It just doesn't really matter how much you make. That's insane. I know. See, that's how taboos and culture are different, Mm -hmm. which is so, so fun. And then with like our trying to understand that and like grasp it, it was like, well, the only way that can be possible for it to not matter is if it like matters socially with how you treat each other. Like then we create a hierarchy. Uh Uh-huh. Which is not true. There's not, maybe in some cases like, oh, we're super rich. So we only associate with the people who make the same amount as Mm -hmm. us. But like the basis of like social interactions in the Chinese language and that culture are not based around like a financial hierarchy. You know what I mean? So then why do they ask? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's why it's, but I think it's just something that we can't fathom because we're not in that culture. Right. You know what I mean? And why I was thinking, oh, well, the only way that I could rationalize it is if it was malicious. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. But isn't that crazy? That is. Mm-hmm. God, if someone asked me that, I think I'd shit my pants. No, literally. Which is another taboo. You can't <laughs> shit your pants. You cannot shit your pants. Even well, if it's duh. an accident. Even Emily, if it's a gamble. It stinks. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> what do you mean? You but say babies that can like shit it, themselves. They can't control that. Some old people shit themselves too. They can't control that either. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's... It's sad it when old people sad. do it. And so it's like, oh, man, baby, why you poop your pants? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you're telling me you've never accidentally shat yourself? Oh, of course I have. Okay. I didn't I like it. Say, yeah, same. <laughs> I don't know why you're saying it like it offends you so much that you can't poop your pants every day. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hold on a minute. You can't poop in your pants all the time? What is this? This is the patriarchy. I can't poop everywhere. No, you can't poop everywhere because it's disgusting. It's a health code violation. It's nasty. Imagine you're at work making people's drinks and food at a coffee shop. I would go shit And you them poop up your singing. pants. No. Cut this out. Because <laughs> I think all of our toilets should be the mop sink. <laughs> People are made to squat. Have y'all ever seen the Squatty Potty commercial? Oh my god, stop. I was talking about that today. <gasps> That's crazy. I love that. Squatty Potty. The <laughs> ice cream and the feeding cream. it to the kids. Mmm, <laughs> sprinkles. Oh my, <laughs> my butt hurts so bad. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <gasps> but no, I really love talking about taboos because I think mm-hmm. it's so interesting how some things are deemed as unacceptable and some are totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. Who defines that? I understand pooping your pants. That's gross. That is gross. No one wants Sorry to Sorry if it. you poop your pants. I think you also think it's gross if you poop your pants <laughs> on a regular basis. Unless you're a baby, but they don't like it either. They cry. They cry, yeah. Old people don't like it either. Yeah. They are ashamed at the fact that they can't control themselves. Yeah, but like some things like, you know, there's some women who their body hair grows back quicker and they mm-hmm. have to shave more often or the women that don't shave. Mm-hmm. Why is that shameful? Mm-hmm. Who, women who, who comes have, up with that? Women who have PCOS and grow excess hair Everywhere. on their bodies. Yeah. Very, very, they feel a lot of shame. Yeah. Why? You mentioned this in the last episode and we haven't talked about it yet, but smooth skin is associated with femininity. Yes. And if they don't look smooth, soft, this is the same way, like if women, like, sorry, we do grow hair on our face. <laughs> like we the do. little peach fuzzes. Uh-huh. I actually noticed someone that I follow on TikTok because I like really, really hate to have the peach fuzz hair on my face. I hate it. I shave it right. almost every couple days actually with just like a little hand razor thing. But I follow someone on TikTok and I was watching one of her videos and in the light, you could see she had like a lot of peach fuzz on her face and like look created like a cute little glow mm-hmm. around her face. And I was like, she has a lot of hair on her face. She doesn't right. shave it. And I was like, why do I 
shave it. I don't even have very much. Right. But I see it and I'm like, I have to get that off because being smooth and clean and having that like clean edge and that softness mm -hmm. of being a woman with no hair is so like idealized to the point where I was like caught off guard when a woman just had soft peach fuzz on her face. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The I hairless softness, the soft skin, very, very very like heavily associated with femininity yeah which is insane that's why young boys when they start growing facial hair and some other guys don't they get mm -hmm. bullied for yep, it yep yep yeah because you can control your own body hair mm -hmm. please this was another thing like voice cracks that boys mm -hmm. have they get made mm -hmm. fun of those for all the time i remember in my choir class when i was in sixth right. grade right 12 years old what a horrible hard time for everyone <laughs> the boys voices were finally starting to change after all mm -hmm. the girls have been like mature for years mm -hmm. and they would have voice cracks and everything well in a choir class they're learning how to sing in this range that they're not familiar with because now the ranges are changing right. and she said to us she's like listed out the rules of her classroom right and she's like rule number one when a boy's voice cracks in this room we do not laugh she's I like that. that's not funny that's something he can't control and it's right. just it's just his body showing us that he is going to be at a point that you ladies never will be at and he's going to reach that that like that's not exactly what she said because that but, sounds sexist but, but no something yeah so she, was saying, she was saying like don't make it shameful the fact that he can't one can't control that his voice is changing and also don't make it shameful that his voice is getting deeper because right. you need that dimension in a choir yeah she's like we don't laugh she's like if somebody's voice cracks and he stops and he's embarrassed we clap okay that's what she said i like that right i, I know i really like that and ever since i have never laughed at anyone's voice cracking at least unless they laugh like if they're right. like oh then it's like <laughs> right but never like to poke fun at somebody because right. she put it in a different perspective it's not funny like yeah. they can't control that exactly like, I like why that. is that funny i really do like that that's awesome just put a different perspective on it for yeah me, you know? mm -hmm. huh i like that mm -hmm. why is puberty such a taboo like why are children shamed for their bodies changing like women when they have their first period mm -hmm. did you tell anyone when you had your first period i was so ashamed um i think i did i was scared to tell my mom i started my period that's crazy my period was interesting i don't know if i want to get into this tmi for everybody but, but my first period was only two days mm -hmm. and then i was like oh i think i just started my period and my mom had shown me because i'd had like a lot of discharge she'd shown me where like her pads were and everything so that i could use them and so i could take care of it myself already and i was going to ask her about it later on because I didn't know how to like clean it up or put it away and throw it away and everything. But it went away after two days and I was like, oh, I guess it didn't happen. So I told her later on, I was like, I thought I started my period, but it only happened two days and I learned that it's supposed to be like seven, right? you know? So I was like, I don't think it was. She's like, oh, well, keep an eye on it and just let me know. So my mom and I already had like this open communication right. about it. And then when I started my period regularly, but yeah. I do have to say my family, like in our house, we're very private people. Mm -hmm. Like my younger sisters don't really talk about their periods very openly. I do because I had a friend group around that time of like my body changing that I could be really open with and talk about right. our experiences with but right. they didn't and as a result they're very very private and also my dad is just very private so we all kind of just like keep to ourselves like our bodies are very private so um at the same time of I've been very open with my mom I've had to learn also like the difference of like I can talk to my friends about this I can't talk to my family about this okay you know right but, but yeah I mean I just feel like they kind of failed us as young mm -hmm. girls because we're taught that yes you have a period mm -hmm. And you will have a first period, duh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they don't tell you what to expect. Yes. Like, oh I, my gosh. Honestly, like when my, I started mm -hmm. my very first period, I thought I pooped my pants. Was it brown? Yeah. Because so was mine. The two Which day one normal. was brown. And yes. I was like, I don't think that's normal. I don't think yeah. 
yeah. it's a period. Well, then. I smelled it. I was like, that's not poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about that, mm-hmm. which I think is insane. Yeah. But also the fact that a woman being on her period is taboo. Like, you're not supposed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I was just, as we're talking about it now, I was like, we probably shouldn't be talking about this in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, it happens all the time. It's normal. Literally. We're going to keep talking about it because it's our life experiences. Yeah. You know, but you talking about, they don't tell you what to expect. I was rem- reminded of a memory that I had when I think I was 10 or 11 because okay. I learned about my period when I was like the period when I was 10 and I got it at 12. So in between that, I remember trying to sit down with my mom and asking her like, like, what does it feel like? Does it hurt? Like, what am I supposed to expect? What do I do? And she didn't know how to answer any of those questions. And she got very frustrated and she was like, I don't know how to explain this to you. I don't know how. Just don't ask about it. And I was like, hmm. oh, okay. I don't know that she necessarily said don't ask about it, but I felt like don't that's ask what, about that's it. That's how you left feeling. Yes. I yeah. was like, okay, well, she can't answer my question, so I don't know how to help. Right. And I think about those things all the time. Like how, like you just said, you didn't feel comfortable going to your own mom yeah, with your period. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah. I mean, it's scary. It's weird. Yeah. I remember when it came the first time actually, and I was like, oh. yeah. And I remember one time when I had to go swimming on my period and I was like 13 and I didn't know how to use a tampon and my mom was trying to tell me how to use a tampon but she was like if you want to go swimming you have to go now because grandma's gonna leave and I was like oh and I had to tell my grandma I was on my period and she's like that's not embarrassing Kaylee you don't have to be embarrassed about it right but I was so embarrassed to tell yes. her yeah why well and even like now like even sometimes at work you know you can't just be like oh I'm on my period mm-hmm. you know but yes periods are taboo having them anything that is feminine and natural is taboo mm-hmm. basically the opposite of masculinity is yep. taboo however uh, I a don't not know. a yeah, literally <laughs> A, not A. Yep. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, taboos are just like, it's just so crazy. Like the fact that like people actually go by them. Like mm-hmm. if I have a giant, if I have a little bat in the cave in my <laughs> nose while I'm walking around the grocery store, I should be able to just stick my little finger in it, get that bat out without That's... people like looking at me like, <gasps> okay, well, are you... here's the thing. What are you going to do with that little bat in the cave after? Are you going to wipe it in a tissue or are you going to flick it? Because that's the grocery store. If would... you're in the fruit aisle, that gets on someone's apple. <laughs> you're supposed to wash your fruit anyways. Well, yeah, but imagine picking up an apple and being like, oh my gosh, there's a booger on the apple. I would be disgusted. Oh my gosh, my I literally just got chills. I couldn't even wash it. I would throw it away. I would literally throw it away. You're laughing at me. I'm so dead serious. I know, I know. I would throw away the apple. <laughs> I wouldn't but even like, peel it. I'd be like, no. But like even blowing your nose, like most people will hide to go blow their nose. No. Why can't you blow your nose in front of someone else? You know, in like, elementary school when they would have the tissues at the very front of the classroom. Oh my God. And it to was bring so you shame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then your teacher, if you were sick, they're like, just take the box back to your desk. Yes. I'm like, why are you making me feel bad? I, I can't, can't help breathe. That I have the sniffles. <laughs> It's not me. It's my nose. I can't breathe. (laughs) But no, I'm literally, I literally love taboos. I love talking about them and Mm -hmm. I love trying to break them because like, I don't feel like some of these things should be taboos. No. I don't understand why. First of all, I think taboos are just a way to judge and criticize other people. But things like something, most things should not be taboos because like, it's just Mm -hmm. a way to shame people. Shame people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like push them away and consider them outcasts yeah you know man that ain't not a thing yeah a not a if your loved one has been harmed by society and its taboos and you've been made to feel shamed for picking your nose you're not alone (laughs) do you like the emotional like scratch of my voice (laughs) we've all been there 
We all oh, pick our nose. You know, we've all been there. We've all done that. It's a bodily function. No, we literally, all do it. I didn't even realize how many people picked their nose until I reached my 20s. And I said, you know, I have a problem. I'm a chronic nose picker. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, you and me both. I'm like, you do it too? Like, why is that surprising? You do it too? <laughs> do you do that too? <laughs> do you pick your nose? Do you pick your nose? Do you wipe your ass across the carpet? <laughs> do you lift your leg when you fart? <laughs> Do you mask in public? <laughs> Are you goofy when you're alone? Do you sing in the car? Do you sing in the shower? I don't. Oh. Actually. But I don't live alone. Okay, fair. And I went through a thing when I was in like, because I used to sing in the shower all the time, but then we lived in an apartment and okay. I had no privacy because we had one bathroom. And I was like, no more singing. That's fair. But no, taboos are great. I think if you break taboos, you should be very proud of yourself and mm -hmm. tell people that. Fuck taboos. I think they're the stupidest thing ever. If you break taboos, you deserve a nice firm hold on your hand. Yeah. Nice, nice person yeah. holding your hand. Yeah. A pat on the head. Maybe a hug. A nice one. A good one. Yeah. Good hug. A good one. Is this you asking for a hug? No. Okay. God, no. Because you're like, yeah, yeah. If you break taboos, you deserve a hug. You break taboos. I do break a lot A of nice taboos. pat on the head. Pat, uh, pat. Yes, my noggin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's it. Adios, bitchachos. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to bring it out every time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo! <laughs>